do you want to just do our episode on door kickers and just talk it through and be done no time limit because i just feel like there's a ton to say but if we go like a few minutes over like who? yeah let's let's just yeah we'll just do it we'll just go go whole hog on the on the door kickers hog okay (laughs) that doesn't make any sense (laughs) why why do i talk um you're beautiful oh thanks All right. Um, welcome to Co-op Button, the only podcast on the internet. I'm I'm your co-host, uh, Vasilkania, uh, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host. Yo, 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 it's the action man coming in to bust down your door and take care oh. of business. This is why I edit out all your words. <laughs> uh, this This week... We're we're not we're not going to use the co-op button to time ourselves. We're going to go whole hog on uh, Door Kickers Action Squad, a game that we purchased for one dollar on the Humble Bundle. Um, do you want to give a summary of kind of what Door Kickers Action Squad is? So before we get to oh god fuck <laughs> <laughs> no sorry I, I should be I should be yes ending you yes this is great go on. <laughs> Wow, okay. Um... <laughs> so, if you're unfamiliar, Door Kickers is turning itself into something of a franchise. It is developed and published by Kill House Games. The first door kickers came out in 14 and it was this bird's eye view where you would strategically move like four or five SWAT characters through you know kind of like a, a hotel kind of set out like looking kind of like a hotel or uh, hotline Blueprint. miami yeah yeah it looks like hotline miami but what you would do is like you would plan movements for your characters and then they would kind of shoot as things entered their vision what you do is there's a pause button so you'd kind of you know uh set an action let it play out slightly and then go and go and go and you'd essentially restart and restart till you got it right or good enough depending on your uh perfectionist streak yeah action kickers action kickers kickers action squad yeah woo i (laughs) had some brain soup there um is not that at all. Uh, I yeah. honestly don't know like why I guess it's so it is d- published by Killhouse but it's developed by Killhouse and this other company Pixel Shard. Oh, I had not heard of them before. That's because they've only worked on this game. So oh, well, someone fine. came in and helped them with this thing. But this is a side scrolling game where it takes certain elements of door kickers but it, it's interesting now this game and the other game can be co-opt so we might make a point to try the other one at some yeah. point though uh kenya does not own door kickers and i've not played it since 2014 so 
<laughs> I see. So you do own own door kickers. I do because I got it on recommendation from Super Bunny Hop back oh, when okay. that was a relevant thing to be said. Um, but okay, so this is a very different game. It's like militaristic. You choose a character that has a few different actions. Mostly, it's like what kind of gun they're carrying. Yeah, and you go through these hotels again. And you try to take out the presumably terrorists, maybe they're, you know, workers' right action people or <laughs> black men. Yeah, yeah. The, like, let's get this out of the way. So, oh, well, first of all, I know I don't, I wasn't, I'm not 100% sure if you mentioned this is a 2D platformer now instead of like a top down thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but Side yeah. Scroller covers that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, you know what? I was watching the, the trailer. Uh, so, <laughs> the, uh, you're playing as cops and cops are bad and the actions that these cops are taking are the worst <laughs> absolutely the worst especially um, when we play oh god we killed so many hostages and i feel a little terrible so, about it <laughs> there are occasionally hostages so the way this works is you'll be walking along and there's um levels and sometimes you see the enemies behind the door and then sometimes the door is blocked out and then there's some verticality you need to go up levels um, you can shoot out windows. You can open doors. There's a character that can unlock doors. There's breach charges that you can use occasionally to blow up doors, but it doesn't seem to do much. It gives you a chance to open a door from range, which is important, but yeah, it is not as explosive as you'd think. Or has as much stun ability as you'd think. There's some stun yeah. on enemies. There's also a secondary abilities. Some of it's like three fire. Some of it's... Um, like a targeted shot which is yeah. super important because if there's someone holding a hostage is that right am i remembering this right if they're holding the hostage and you use the um targeted shot you'll take out the no you still kill the hostage we haven't figured out oh, how good. to deal with them <laughs> okay so once they grab the hostage the hostage is dead and there's nothing you can do so you <laughs> might as well throw a grenade if you uh, throw a, uh, with the only tactic we figured out with the hostage takers is to throw a flashbang, which stuns them, and then you, then you can take them out because then the the hostage will go to the ground. So, right. Yeah. But it's still um, like if you don't have a flash grenade, I I absolutely do not know what you're supposed to do. Um, just wild. But yeah, the basic flow of the game is like clearing rooms, right? Like you. Yeah, you kick a door, or you, in your case, as recon, you pick the lock. Um, you kill everyone in the room except the hostages, if possible, and then do it again. It's very like you just keep doing that thing over and over again, um, which is cool. Like it's it's got a very specific flow to it, which I like. Yeah, and what I know, we only got to the second chapter there are seven chapters but each chapter has multiple levels yeah yeah we we played like 12 or 13 levels in the first chapter and then got to the second chapter mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah. very yeah, yeah. It, the, the levels take anywhere between two to like eight minutes like they they eight minutes is sort of a long time for me for a level but i'm i'm into it i think it's about right like it feels arduous. It feels like a journey to get through one of these levels. Well, it's um, and the reason eight minutes feels long is because each room is, you know, only seconds, but like there's kind of this wind up and cool down every time. It's not like super action. Well, it is action packed, but it's a different pace than almost any game I've played where 
you kind of there's like there's kind of seeing and then we prep and I don't know how you'd play this game without a mic because like oh, I'd God. be unlocking a door like our standard was I would be unlocking a door and then you would have your targeted shot which t- would take someone out one shot uh-huh. and then I would have one and if there's anyone left we would just kind of open fire yeah yeah basically that was our routine because the targeted shot's safe because hostages are at like they're they're lower as long as they're not being held hostage like by somebody actively so you can use a targeted shot goes right over their head um so yeah it's safe to and we would pump two targeted shots and then anybody left we just open fire like you said um for particularly scary rooms we would often i'd usually throw a flashbang in and then we'd kind of do the same routine um that way it's like you know we have time to assess the situation if we need it There's also special rooms. So so everything's on this 2D plane, right? So, you know, you're, you're going... You can see the room before you go in unless it's dark. Um, but there are certain rooms that you can only see the door to. So it's like a door in the background. And you go into the room and then it's sort of on its own. So you're entering the room totally blind. You don't know how big it is. You don't know who's in there. Hostages know. Um, and you really can't prep for that. Um, so they give you a little bit of time of like slow-mo to react and get your uh, bearings. I didn't think, I, I didn't like those because I couldn't tell where I was. Like, it's not clear. Like, it, it just, it feels like you just kind of pick a side and shoot and hope you don't hit a hostage is what I was running into. Right. And that was something that was interesting. So the reason why that routine that we mentioned doesn't get monotonous right away is because a lot of rooms had like I'd say two to four enemies in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd either have to approach it straight on or we'd have to get to some vertically either down or up and that was a whole other thing. Verticality in this game is like a death sentence half the time. Yeah. Um, but also like not seeing the guys in the room first if it was a dark room made it compelling because you didn't know and then sometimes there was like eight guys in a room. Yeah. Well, and there are different types of of enemies that have, like, a fairly, like, broad range of behavior. Like, you've got guys who run at you and try to stab you. You've got guys who run at you and try to explode. There's people with shotguns, people with uh, machine guns, people with pistols, people who take hostages, people who actually snipe you from across the map. Um, Like, there's quite a bit of variety, even though at the end of the day, it really is just, like, take a targeted shot and shoot them. As far, I think that later we'll start seeing armored enemies, um, because I was seeing upgrades for, like, armor-piercing stuff. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, there's a fair amount of variety. So, especially with a dark room, it's it's hard to tell what you're even going to encounter. Is it a shotgun dude? Is it somebody who's going to take a hostage? You know, you have to react pretty quickly to it. Yes. I don't know. I found it compelling for the little bit. We we only really played tonight. 
and I'd yeah. be interested to play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of wish they mixed up the variety a little more. Like as you yeah. go into a chapter, and what I'm seeing is like each chapter kind of has a theme. Yeah. And I think it'd be more fun if they mixed up those themes between because just doing a long stretch of one theme kind of makes it more monotonous. Whereas if you mix up, it's like, oh, it's this one again, and then you kind of have to rejigger every time. And with every level being about Presumably the first chapter was shorter, so presumably they're about eight, ten minutes a level. Yeah. Um, if you mix that up every ten minutes, it kind of forces you to rewire and do that, which will keep it punchier. So Yeah, I kinda like I'm I I think this game isn't it's like super deep, and I feel like for a game that's about uh, you know, SWAT tactics essentially, maybe this is a statement on how SWAT is just like a a fucking you know an explosive ham it's just a grenade thrown into a room like they're they're a blunt tool but um i do feel like you know some of the things that we were doing are like dropping down through windows and stuff but you have to jump on the window you know that kind of stuff or like we would encounter situations where we could see like up a floor but we couldn't really get there through one path i want more like movement options i want ladders and ropes and you know i want to go down a a wall and like burst through a window and things like that um i want more variety in what you're doing but i do think i do wonder how much they introduce variety at least in enemy types um i think the one thing i was i was running into consistently is like most rooms give you multiple points of ingress but occasionally we would run into situations where there was literally only one option and it was like go in go down a floor into a door where you were surrounded on both sides by mysterious blackness which could be enemies or hostages and i'm just like we can go in there and we can do the best we can but there's no guarantee of success because i there's only one point of ingress we can't do any sort of reconnaissance on that whatsoever um which felt frustrating for a game that a lot of the time we were like, oh, we can do various things to to be more successful or less successful. And as I was dying early on, we found like, oh, we need to approach it this way. It's 10 times better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like we found multiple ways of approaching certain situations where it's much safer. Well, also, I, speaking to the movement bit, I found the verticality kind of frustrating because, like, you'd climb up a ladder, but until, like, it felt like you'd be up the ladder, but you had, like, one more up click to go, and you'd just be getting hammered with machine gun, then you'd die. And it's like, oh, well, I, oh, I'm dead. And <laughs> yeah, I found that frustrating. I found the fact that, you know, I can't climb up the ladder and, like, shoot when I'm halfway up the ladder like Mega Man, nor can I aim up before I'm on the ladder. It just was so limited. It's like, what am I supposed to do? And there's no character that seems to deal with that. Yeah. Honestly, this game, in a weird way, reminds me of a indie classic known as Gunpoint, um, which is all about like jumping vertically, landing on guys, dealing with them, and then kind of a switch logic kind of thing. So you could switch doors open um turn yeah. off lights so that people wouldn't see you and also like do weird things so like you can make uh people's guns fire randomly <laughs> that's or, cool um, do other stuff it, it was this really cool game and i'm sitting there thinking like there is a game that is halfway between gunpoint and this one yeah. that is better than both of them you know, th- there's a synergy there that I see where, like, okay, you have a co-op ability, you have some verticality. Like, I see the ability to, like, 
hop, but not like fly across level like endpoint. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of some light switch logic so that way before you go into a room, like you're prepping things, you're talking things through together, and you have to work together to kind of do like mini puzzles, right? To do switches, but it could be different objectives. So it's not like a fixed path, right? Yeah. And then you go in and then you execute, which means there's some gunplay, and then you do that together. And then like to me, that's like a really optimal co-op game because then you're talking things through beforehand, you're executing on the fly, and yeah. then you're trying again. Yeah, I would be very interested in that. Or like, because I was I was trying to think of what what Door Kickers was reminding me of, and it reminds me of a a game by the same uh, person who did Gunpoint, uh, Heat Signature, which is yes. very much a top down version of that, where it's like you have many tools, you're you're kind of you're breaking into spaceships and you're, you know, shooting and hacking and doing all sorts of cool things to, you know, do whatever your goal is. Um, with the whole point of the game being that failure is an interesting option versus like just death. Um, and so you are often in a, a situation where you fail, but you can continue and keep trying to, to push forward. I would love to play a game like that in co-op where it's like you're planning your moves. I mean, it would be super cool to have a game like that because part of the point is that you can pause at any time and sort of plan what you're going to do. It'd be neat to have a game that you play with somebody like five to ten seconds at a time. So it's not like you can pause at any time, but you make a little plan together, execute it, and then, you know, you're five seconds later and you're like, oh shit, what do we do now? Like, I like, I yeah, something sort of in between action and strategy um, would be yeah. kind of cool. My optimal co-op game, now that you're saying it, you know how some games have that, like, this game requires you to have a or request that you have a controller, you know, before you mm -hmm. start playing. My optimal co-op game would be, this game requests that you have Discord or some sort of talking <laughs> solution before you start yeah. playing, right? Like, I want to engage with this game. Like, the co-op, I think that this game succeeds in making you engage actively with the co-op instead of it just being like a okay brain dead shooty game right yeah that is we were talking a lot and despite the fact that it was like open door shoot it was a lot of our talking was counting down to three so either it was me opening the door and then you opening the shot and then me following up which became a pattern halfway through like it took us a while mm -hmm. to land on this and then also a lot of it was like going up a ladder at the same time or dropping down a window at the same time. Yeah. You know, a lot of it was one, two, three, enter. And we did do um, enter the room from opposite ends. Yeah. We did a lot. And a lot of it was just making sure we were in sync and that we were on the same page. And then occasionally I got impatient. I just started blasting. Through. <laughs> um, yeah, same. <laughs> There's two other things I wanted to mention. Um, yeah there there are certain barrels in the background like i remember we were going to go down into a dark room but i remember mm -hmm. seeing like it's dark but it's not completely black like you can see some outlines and an outline on one of the sides was this giant barrel with a skull and crossbones <laughs> there right. are other explosive barrels in the game and i was like oh well, we don't want to go down that way because some bullet's going to end up there and that thing's going to explode and kill us both if we go down is what I saw. And for seeing that, I was like rewarded by like paying attention, right? In my mind, mm -hmm. like that was a good video game note. Yeah. No, it's just background. It's just background. <laughs> that is the worst design decision I have seen in a long time. Just remove them or something. 
if they're not going to do anything, there's no reason to have skull and crossbone barrels sitting in the background when there are explosive barrels in the game. That is, yeah, that is not okay. <laughs> the other yeah. one was we were talking about this, like um, I'd open a door and then you do this like um, precision shot. Mm-hmm. You switch characters to <laughs> one that had a, what was it it was a slug on a shotgun yeah and so i'd open the door and then sometimes there's a hostage before the bad guy or whatever oh god and the hostage like the characters will like bleed out and die or whatever it's not too graphic it's like uh somewhere between nintendo and super nintendo level graphics yeah it's it's like it's it's modern day pixel gore is what i would say yeah but when you shot that hostage with the slug, it just was a red smear, and both of us recoiled. Like, <laughs> so bad. And I was like, well, we don't have to tell anyone about it because there's no evidence left. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just, just like, wow. I guess they're a big red stain on the wall now. Like, holy crap. Like, th- th- this game, I think for me really cements the idea that that uh a lot of i don't know the <laughs> swat teams basically treat their jobs like video games um i i don't feel like this is uh this is obviously like absolutely utterly absurd but it does feel like the 80s movies version of what you would do oh we should talk it the music is all this like quote unquote synth wave is how I would describe it, but it's very like an eighties movie soundtrack. Um, It very much Mm -hmm. sets the tone of like eighties films about cops fighting gangs or whatever. Some like judge dread shit. Um, And just like totally murdering anybody who gets in their way, which is exactly what this game is going for. Um, But yeah, it does not make me feel good about being a cop. I say, I'll say that much. (laughs) It's, it's scary about dream games. I have like a, three dollar game idea that came from that what you're saying you're familiar with the practice of swatting right yes oh god <laughs> so imagine swatting simulator <laughs> you oh just my god. bust in the door there's some nerd on twitch you're like what? <laughs> and your whole and the entire goal of the game is to not shoot someone for no reason. no the entire goal of the game is to do as much damage in three seconds before you have plausible as long as you have plausible deniability and then you get like score modifiers <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh it's the worst and anybody who uh <laughs> anybody who does swat i haven't heard about swatting stories in a while so i hope the people who have fucking stopped doing that <laughs> heard about one during the pandemic okay that's yeah it was pretty light like the swat was like knocking on the guy's door and the guy had the presence of mind to go and be like hello (laughs) hello (laughs) like we heard that there was a domestic disturbance he's like no and then his girlfriend or wife came to the door and was like we're fine are you sure you have the right address and the swat people came and talked to them and then they're like oh and the SWAT people were aware of swatting. I'm like, oh, what? wow. Okay. Like, I know. Uh, so this is weird because this would be a total invasion of privacy. But if you're a SWAT people targeted to come in and like, you know, deal with a situation like this. But if you come in and there's no signs of commotion, couldn't you like do some micro like in camera something and start looking around before you come in and like you know murder or something 
<laughs> I mean, I think, that would require thoughtfulness, which, uh, <laughs> right? Like in my experience you, with with SWAT teams, they are not. In my personal experience with SWAT teams, which I have exactly one, they are not very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I just, you know, I'd rather have my privacy invaded than be murdered. Frankly, oh, a hundred percent. So I think that about wraps us up. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you know. I'm interested to come back and play this game. Um, as I did have fun with it. I think that it'd be neat to see. They, they do have other modes that we didn't mess with. So, so there's like an endless mode. Um, and there's like a, a zombie mode. So I'd be happy to, to mess with that or see some further chapters. One thing I think we didn't mention was that it has a really weird leveling system where you have six characters who level up individually. But you can use those points on like a global scale across characters. And then there's a second leveling thing where the more stars you get on a mission, you can use that to buy equipment, some of which is shared between characters. It's very strange. Well, what's also weird is your character levels and then you put points into it. So there's two there's two lines that are shared across all characters and there's four Mm -hmm. that's for each individual character. But if you decide to lean in on a character to start and you put in for the universal character points, it's going to be harder to level that character later as opposed to the other characters because Uh they're at a lower level and therefore will level faster later, especially because one of the global level ups is to get more points every time you level. Yeah. Or it's more... um it's more strategy points when you do stuff. So there's a bar that fills up to give you special powers. And that actually gives you, I think that bar gives you those points. So every action gives you a little bit more than it would normally. Um, But it is like, like it's this weird thing where your first couple of characters you level up because you're putting those points in the universal things. That makes sense. End up struggling because they don't get points for themselves. It's just strange. (laughs) Yeah, it is a weird system but i mean this is not a perfect game this is an interesting fun game we got it for a dollar it apparently takes about nine hours to run through so yeah yeah i'm i'm very pleased with getting it for a dollar i think that it's like 15 normally which you know i mean when it like feels pretty fair i guess it's 14 dollars normally um (laughs) So, you know, feels good. And it, I think, honestly, like, I almost feel like it'll, it's kind of a uh, gateway drug to the other Door Kickers game. Um, I am interested in playing that because it does kind of look like a co-op uh, version of uh, the game I just said that I fucking have already, the Heat Signature, which I love that game very, very much. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think that's all I have to say, too. All right, well, outro. Hey, everybody, uh, like us, on, give us five stars on Apple, uh, iTunes or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, and, and that's great. We love that. And you can find me on the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast that just released an episode about a great game. Uh, called Umihara Kawase which is an amazing game I love it Um, so go listen to that or you can find me at co-op button all one word on twitter where I'm talking video games please please if you listen to this podcast find some way to reach out to us we're pretty much on discord or twitter 
I, I, I just want to know if you're listening, if you have any thoughts, please just yes. let us know. Yeah, we got a couple of people giving us a little bit of feedback, and that was like fuel for me. <laughs> so it, t- tell us anything, even shit you don't like. It's fuel. <laughs> Great. Cool. Um, and as always, uh, we could shorten it to ESAD, eat shit and die. ESAD. <laughs> Especially if you're a SWAT. Uh, if you're a SWAT, eat shit and die twice. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. I haven't edited the last episode. I'll probably do that tomorrow. You do to edit our episodes. I mean, because they're flawless to begin with. You just have to throw in music, right? I basically, I throw in music. I cut out some of the beginning, sometimes a bit of the ending. But that's about it. Because we, there, since there's only two of us, there's not really a lot of, like, awkward pauses to edit out of, like, waiting for somebody to talk or... You cut out my verbal diarrhea? <laughs> I, I keep all the verbal diarrhea and I, I cut out all your words. Oh, I just leave the ums and the, and the the and the that kind of stuff. <laughs> So it sounds like I'm really intelligent, and then like you're just like, um, uh, uh, uh well, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, there it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, the music you're listening to right now is from the Cinestete OST. It's called Gearbox. The music for the intro was the SimCity 4 soundtrack, Electric City. And right in the middle was the Door Kickers Action Squad OST main theme. Thanks for listening. Send us feedback, and we will see you next week.